We are recording. We just bootlegged our own podcast, <laughs> like a Russian with a tripod at Dune. <laughs> oh my god, we're so freaking redneck! Oh my god, I love it. You are yet again having another like nervous breakdown. This, <laughs> this is just another day in the life of John. Oh my lord, so you're having a bit of a nervous breakdown. Your pizza gets delivered. It's the shittest pizza of all time. It's covered in this weird red I don't know blood of your enemies um, your garlic bread well we discovered that jizz actually browns in the oven because it was <laughs> covered in a coating of the army hammer cookbook doesn't lie oh <laughs> yes and then so now you're sitting down trying to wash it all down with you've discovered the most disappointing hateful zero alcohol beer on the market i have uh we should bleep this out but great northern brewing co holy shit you have just put fucking cat piss in a soda stream (laughs) and sold it to people like me who have a real problem (laughs) i know just a little the disappointment on your face every time you take another sip of just like Ugh. <laughs> just a little another piece of you dies yeah. inside. Just if I could be trusted with the real stuff, <laughs> but no, I can't. I'm like Australia with guns. We can't be trusted. Yeah, they oh. took them away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think we're probably we're too lazy for a mass shooting. Like to be honest, in general, I reckon we are now. Yeah, yeah, because we're just like as soon as it runs out. He's refilling. Two exp- oh, 250 a bullet, fuck that. Yeah, I know. What oh, are they, cigarettes? God. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with millennials. If you stop spending money, okay, <laughs> on on ammunition rifle, you'd be able to afford houses. <laughs> For those outside of Australia, and I think it's like universal. There's a, there's a worldwide housing shortage. Yeah. Uh, basically... Um, uh, you know, the house prices have skyrocketed, you know, wages have gone nowhere. In some cases, they've gone down. Um, and young people just can't afford, young people can't get into the housing market because we've just been priced out. Yeah. Um, we actually had a politician really showing how in touch he was uh, with all of the issue and the kids um, basically told the young people of today that they should suck it up. The reason they can't afford a house is because they need to stop spending all their money on avocado on toast. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, I, like fucking <laughs> Pablo Escobar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just rolling around in our avocado. <laughs> and I love it. The best bit is someone actually did the math. Okay. Because he went down and priced avocado on toast at his local cafe, yeah. how much it would cost. And then, <laughs> and then he figured out, like, he did the math of, like, okay, if I'm having that for breakfast, how many years he would have to give up avocado on toast to be able to, like, buy a house. And it was something, like, he would have to not eat avocado on toast for, like, 396 years <laughs> or something. <laughs> but that's the only way Australians understand any kind of large number in these obtuse 
yeah. comparisons like how many Sydney how many Sydney harbors is that? How many Olympic swimming pools is yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How many how many laps would Thorpey have to like swim <laughs> up and down it? You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't just compute that Jeff Bezos earns three thousand dollars a second. It's yeah. Like, how many how many avocado and toast breakfasts until I'm a billionaire? Oh, that's a lot of avocados on toast. Okay, here is an interesting little bit of trivia. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it racks my mind. You know when they originally were, you know, drafting, throwing together at the long piss weekend that was forming the American Constitution? Yes. Okay. And, you know, basically everybody was throwing out their ideas, spitballing, you know. Yeah. Someone actually at one stage put forth, they wanted to put in an amendment into the American Constitution. And that amendment was... That no one person in America was allowed to have more than $1 million. <laughs> How long did that last? Uh, yeah, it never even like made like the drop. And I'm spewing. Can you, I mean, obviously, a $1 million like back then yeah. compared to now, like it, it would still be like it would be an obscene amount of money. Like, I'm sure it's probably like half a billion or something. But can you imagine how different things would be if they had actually just capped it? Yeah, instead of like having Amazon so powerful that they can basically make people work through a deadly tornado at a candle factory and threaten them that they'll lose their jobs. Yeah. Oh, my. Like, fucking candles. Yeah. Like, you know, and I say that this comment, you know, the irony of it, nobody will die if they don't get their scented candle. No, unless it's a homeopath. Well, yes. If you're using yeah. that scented cancel to treat cancer, then yes, somebody will die. Yeah. Mind you, you'll still die if you get it. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, like for fuck's sake! And but the other thing is, like, it's it's blowing my mind. Like one woman was saying, you know, there was like basically there's 300 people saying we want to go home, begging that they want to go home, and a manager saying. Um, no, you can't go home, you know, you're going to yeah. lose your job. Here's an idea. There's 300 of you. Stuff that fucker in a trunk, put it in a river and be like, I don't know, the tornado <laughs> blew him in while you sit at home safely with your family in your storm shelter, okay? Yeah. I'm just putting it out there, okay? We need to stop cowering, yeah. you know, to the workers. Rise up, people. Rise up. This is, again, why they don't let Australians have guns. <laughs> Because of all our uprisings. Well, yeah, the, we yeah we we've had a few. We've had a few. Um, my favourite one was the one about rum. The rum rebellion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for a short while, Australia's official currency was rum. Rum. And for a, for a good proportion of northern Queensland, it still is. I was going to say, <laughs> I refuse to let go of those days. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Howdy to all our uh, Queensland diesel drinkers <laughs> out there enjoying your Bundy. Oh, so I guess the other thing is, you know, I mean, I guess it makes you feel a little bit, you know, like... Can they hear our podcast over the sounds of punching their wife? <laughs> oh, so it's rum. It's famous for it. Oh, yoy, 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 yoy. Um, don't put up with that sh- with that shit. If somebody's, if somebody's hitting you, fuck them off. Be they an Amazon manager or a burly... Queenslander who's drinking rum for breakfast. Yep. As the uh, <laughs> as the woman who is dating one of the richest people in the world, Jeff Bezos, as soon as she saw Leonardo DiCaprio, she knew she could do better. Money ain't all that. <laughs> Did you see him who totally blow him off for Leonardo oh, yeah, DiCaprio? Those fuck me eyes. They were on, they were on springs. <laughs> boing. Boing, boing. 
Oh my god, that was such a beautiful moment. Yeah. And then him trying to like overcompensate, and we're like, oh my god. And all I could think is he is going to make his rocket twice as big now. <laughs> Does DiCaprio have a fucking rocket? <laughs> yeah. No, he's too busy trying to save the Arctic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't have time to like build, you know, a space rocket. He's too busy. I fucking your misses. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm not going to be surprised. Leonardo, if Leonardo, if you get an invite to travel in a Bezos rocket, don't do it. No. Don't do it. We're going to have our first That's going to be the, the Bezos challenger, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. You'll need another seven astronauts. Yeah, just be like, oh no. You know what? It doesn't matter. Then Leonardo will still just be the twinkling star in our eye. And who would get to play Leonardo DiCaprio in the story of Leonardo <gasps> DiCaprio being blown up in a Bezos rocket? If there is no Leonardo DiCaprio to no. be Leonardo DiCaprio, well, the film industry would have to just shut down, wouldn't it? Without- it has to be one of the other Brat Pack would do it. Like, surely <laughs> Tobey Maguire would get some surgery. He's the only one who could oh, properly honour him. <laughs> no, well, he'd try. No, no. He's like weird, awkward Spider-Man tears that I still mock. No, nobody wants to see that. What about his dance scene in Spider-Man 3? I think I've purged it from my mind. Oh, how can you? Yeah. To be honest, all I think about is Willem Dafoe. He's, uh, he's a bag of walnuts, that man, isn't he? I fucking love him. He's, he has so many screws loose. <laughs> And that's why he's a genius. He's screws, he is just screws loose in a flesh-coloured sack. Have you heard that um, he was asked to come back and play the Green grub, uh, green Goblin again in Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay. Don't tell me he turned it down. No, no, no. It gets better. Okay. Because okay. Willem Dafoe, he's like, I think he's about 66 You're there? joking. Yeah, he I know. He looks great. I know. I know. It's, but it, no, it's just because he's always had that old man face. Yeah, he has, yeah. So, you know. But... He said that he would only come back to play the Green Goblin on the condition that he got to do his own stunts and they didn't bring in some, like, young person to, like, fake do all of his action scenes for him. That's so good. Because in Willem Dafoe being Willem Dafoe, he is fucking doing everything or is not doing it at all. That's awesome. And you're just like, fuck yeah, oh my god. (laughs) So we might find that the Green Goblin Green Goblin is, you know, travelling on that electronic device because he has put out both of his hips. <laughs> but fucking worth it. Absolutely. Can I say the new, the little the little young Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man? What's his name? I always forget his name. Oh, fucking. So there was Toby McGuire, Andrew Garfield, and the guy that was fucking Billy Elliot. <laughs> I can't remember his name. The real little young yeah. one. Yeah. Him. Yeah, he's I great. love him. I grew up loving Spider Man, and I love him. I, he's my favorite Spider Man ever. Yeah, he's great. I love him. He's just so he's just so young and sweet. Didn't fucking Aunt May get a fucking glam up? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's the 21st century, you know, like none of this. Like, yeah, back in the days, all you were 40, you were decrepit with like a hump and, you know, your fanny had fallen off. Yeah. You live celibate and you're, oh, Uncle Joe's dead. I may as well just, you know, let the moths move into my fanny. Not anymore. No. I think that kind of ruins the tragedy of Aunt May when she is a hot milf. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! But then it kind of like you have to reavail. Is basically Spider Man? Is that just basically about a young teenage boy cock blocking his heart, his hot auntie from getting some bad guy dick? I don't think even he could do that. 
He's only got he's only got two arms and legs. <laughs> There's a lot of bad guy dick coming at her. Yeah, yeah. If it's like asteroid. pun. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, put that asteroid game. Pew 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 pew. Yeah, she's a bagging woman. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. We are ostensibly a horror podcast. Even though we go into this, don't even have the theme tune programmed into the mixer this week. Have to play it off the phone. <laughs> well, look, we started with the horror that is your life. That is true. That's true. The horror that is this awful fucking fake beer. I know. I was well, I even told you to like put some lemonade into it, and you were like, "I don't want to ruin my lemonade." <laughs> oh my god! And can I? And can I say? Oh. Thank you very much to you and your wonderful partner, uh, Lou, and your uh, lovely child, Edward, and, and, and Jackie Boy, the, the doggo, for my Christmas present. Christmas presents this year. It's medicine more than anything. Uh, I got a delightful pair of cat earrings. <laughs> and then you had your child present me with my other present. <laughs> which, was, which was delivered with the words... I hear my daddy says you've got a drinking problem as he hands me a bottle of Jim Beam. So thank you for that. I coached him like an Olsen twin. <laughs> you know what the best bit? I was cursing all the way over here because I had like, I'd run out of Jim Beam and I was like, oh my God, I'm so late. Can I stop? Can I stop? Oh, oh look, you want to hear this? Look. Ooh. That's the sound of happiness this Christmas. Oh. Shut up and drink your shit, man. <laughs> I just want to see the stats on how many Christmases have been happy that have involved a bottle of Jim Beam. A lot. Okay. For the person drinking the Jim Beam. Yeah. For the stepchildren left crying in the backyard with no <laughs> presents. <laughs> Stepdad got us a carburetor cleaner. He says we have to help fix his Dodge Omni. <laughs> oh, look, they get the gift of time. So shut up. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. But the gift of resilience. <laughs> you know what is, you know what is a, a gift? Being able to relax, actually, you know, put your feet up, you know, maybe do a little bit of relaxing in the sand, swim in an abandoned ocean. That's nice. Abandoned ocean? Mm. Is that the one that the Chinese don't have? Yes. Okay. <laughs> They're currently not building an island in the middle of it. <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? It's so weird because thinking of, you know, lovely, delightful islands, that kind of brings us to our topic of the week. The Battle of Guadalcanal. <laughs> As we look at the Kolipi Island in Thailand. Oh, no. You can't say Thailand and horror and not have this go Gary Glitter. <laughs> Or current sitting parliamentarian from Queensland. Kolupe Island or three days and two frights. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so we're not going down the Gary Glitter Road? No. Oh, thank God. Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, Thailand has many beautiful islands to visit. None more so than Kolupe. The water runs from baby blue all the way out to navy, depending on how far you drift from the shoreline. The sand is white and smooth against a backdrop of thick green forest. It looks absolutely perfect. They do have their shit together. Which, if we know anything else about horror films, this should set off the red flag right away. <laughs> 
because nothing is as big a portent of death and destruction as a beautiful sun-kissed island. Although it all seems fair as a rapid overdevelopment of the island for tourists is having a damaging effect on the ecosystem of the island. So if you do visit the island, please do it as responsibly as possible. And only go dynamite fishing in the designated zones. (laughs) But thankfully, not all of the island is affected by the mysterious forces that run havoc. There is a particular spot on the main path that bisects Coalupe that is a hot spot of activity and locals will avoid the path at all costs at night. Some of the incidents include a tourist that was pushed forward and down by force, face first into the ground whilst walking along the path at night. The man desperately searched the area, but he was alone. Oh. Another tourist had the steering wheel of the scooter he was driving gripped and pulled sharply to the side, driving him and the scooter into the jungle one night. He didn't just go through a, like a, a gully or anything like that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure this is not people... I've seen the videos of people in Thailand on scooters. Drunk. Oh night. my God, I got pulled to the left by alcohol. <laughs> Over the counter Xanax. Well, technically it was a spirit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just unfortunately that spirit was called Jack Daniels, yes. <laughs> I'm haunted by rum. <laughs> Nevertheless, it's it's still a haunting. Okay. But here's a curious one for you, Okay. One woman claims that she was happily riding a bicycle along the path when she felt an unseen force grab her and lift her off the bike. Okay. The bike continued on and fell to its side. The woman was then gently put down onto her feet. Again, there was no one around. Just ghost skill tester? (laughs) Claw machine? (laughs) Imagine, like, you're just riding along. The next thing you know, you're just going up as your bicycle just goes on without you. What the hell? I can't... F- like, the other ones, clearly, alcohol. I, I don't know how that you get so drunk that you freeze in time in midair as your bicycle moves forward. I don't know if you've ever had a decent stack on a bike. Time does stand still. You can just be launched off your bike. Yeah, but she seemed to just sort of like not be like Mary Poppins it down, yeah. gently like lifted up, and as well, and it wasn't like you know other people were like you know men are being grabbed and pushed to the island. She was gently lifted up like a lady. <laughs> like what the hell? Oh lord! Other people reported being gripped by unseen hands. Oh no. I've had some people who've been to India. They've also had this same yeah. experience <laughs> in marketplaces and on crowded, uh, crowded trains. Um, this time she claims alone on the path, uh, people being gripped by unseen hands whilst walking along the path at night and being held still. Ghost cuddle. <laughs> Oh, now I feel really bad. I just want to cuddle. Oh. Oh, maybe it was someone who just like just died 
at the moment of climax and now or they just spent eternity just looking for like an afterglow cuddle <laughs> that never came. Just like, oh. <laughs> I was pulled to the side by a ghost that wanted to look longingly into my eyes and make plans. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they wanted to start asking, is it about time we thought about moving in together? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, ghost. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have commitment phobia. That's not... Yeah, so that's, that is that is true horror to me. A ghost is forever too. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. It'll want to start talking about its feelings. Oh, oh no. Oh god. Where's my drink? And you know, it's been dead for a while. So you know, everyone hides their personality flaws for a bit. Yeah. But then one day, ghost is just going to be like showing a bit too much fucking ankle there. Yeah. Back in my day, we would have fucking burned you. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know, I didn't. I didn't notice you weren't riding that bicycle side salad. You know, side salad. <laughs> side, side salad. You side fucking vegan. <laughs> I've got it on the brain. Yeah, no, that's the haunting that you're currently having from Mr. Beam. <laughs> I haven't even started Mr. on this James relationship. Mr. James Beam. Woo! <sighs> uh, I haven't even started on this relationship. <sighs> <laughs> had to change the name from James Beam to Jim so you wouldn't think you're about to get into a car crash in a convertible Porsche. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so people are being held by unseen forces, by unseen hands. The thing is, all of these incidents occur after dusk. Yeah. After happy hour. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm just surmising that. Yeah, when you get that bucket of cocktails and one of them's got wood alcohol in it. Yeah, well, it's you know, it's like when people go to Thailand and it's like you can get a cocktail the size of your head for what works out to be two dollars. Yeah. Bloody hell. Cocked out the size of my head and cheap dentistry. Yeah, woo! What could go wrong? <laughs> then you meet the truly crazy person who hops over into Cambodia because you get to throw grenades. Oh, that's kind of cool, but... Oh, it's very cool, but you're going to die. Oh, it's, it's a way to go. You know what? Leave it to an age where you're kind of like, your back's fucked up, you know, you're, everything hurts to do. What have you got to lose? Well, your arm. <laughs> Probably your genitals. Yeah, <laughs> If your arm's all achy, you know. But imagine having like a late nineteen sixties era grenade and just going, "I'm going to throw this and not worry at all uh. that it's going to short fuse on me or something." Well, we've we been through this. It's like that scene in Predator where they all get like all the guns in the world and just like fuck up the forest. Yeah, like I'm a fucking I. I've put myself in front of bulldozers to save trees, but I see that shit and I want to mow that fucking forest down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So I get it, man. You know the places in America you can fire a rocket launcher. Yes. See, America, I'm a little bit, a little bit better about. Yeah, because you can litigate if your arm comes off. <gasps> then you get the, you get the Terminator arm. They don't have Terminator arms for just anyone. You got to be in the army. You get charged money at a hospital to hold your own baby. They're not handing out Terminator arms in the United States. Ah, oh, what, what? What if I get like traveler's insurance? You're getting the fucking. You're getting a mop handle <laughs> with a fucking slinky on it. I can be like that captain from The Simpsons. He's got two bar stools. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Ah, oh, ruin the dream. Oh lord. So yeah, all of these incidents happening after dark. Some locals believe that a tree ghost recite. It's Thailand. There's a lot of ghosts in a lot of things. Yeah, they have a lot of tree ghosts. Um, some locals believed that a tree ghost resided in a coconut tree along the path, the tree being central to many of the incidents. Okay, yeah. You know, 
<laughs> that and the fact of like you know the ominous you know satanic you know whenever you'd approach it um men holding up hearts on fire Kalima! <sighs> still the least creepy thing you'd see in thailand <laughs> that's true uh so people yeah people believe that it was the primary source of the energy for the encounters okay so what do you do when you've got a tree that's thousands of years old with a ghost in it that's telling you to fuck off and l- just leave it in the jungle alone. What do you do on the spot? Here we go. Make a decision. There's, what do you there's do? a fork in this road because mm-hmm. you can handle it like a Westerner or you can handle it like somebody who lives in a culture that embraces nature to a mm-hmm. certain extent. Mm-hmm. Answering it as a Westerner, I'm going to go for the easy option. Cut it down and burn most of the trees around it. <sighs> so wasteful. No. 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 You cut the tree down and then you use it to construct a banana tree restaurant that serves cheap drinks and meals for tourists. That's what you do. That's so poltergeist. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) what could possibly go wrong in this scenario? What, What could possibly go wrong? It's a haunted tree with a tree ghost. Let's make it into a reasonably priced buffet service. For white Westerners. What could go wrong? Oh, Lord. Now. Although, some of those guys are just like, oh, something grabbed me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd tip 15% for Squeeze that. Squeeze a bit harder, see if it goes purple. <laughs> <laughs> Poor ghost is like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> is that ectoplasm? Nah. That's me. Happy ending banana. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Did the spirit slime you? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's the only place you'd have like ghosts just like, no, I'm not, I'm not a part of this. I'm not consenting to this. I imagine what it's like working at all these legitimate Thai massage places where they literally have to put up a sign saying, this is not a brothel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The ghost has just got a fucking thing around its neck. I am not here to give you <laughs> yeah. ethereal hand jobs. Yeah, if you're enjoying this, this experience is over. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to give him a prod and then see if it's a ooh or a ooh <laughs> and take it from there. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, it seems people now weren't just feeling spirits. Oh, no. Pardon the pun. People were now seeing them as well. One evening, two women saw a group of ghostly pirates. Is it ghost pirates or pirate ghosts? I'm not sure. What What's I'd, the... I'd say pirate ghosts. Pirate ghosts? Yeah, because ghost pirates sounds like their piracy involves preying on other ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like they just like they try to get like you know the personal details via email from other pirates. <laughs> Ooh, he wanted an iTunes voucher. <laughs> oh. So one night, two women saw a group of ghostly pirates walk along the path and then turn and walk into the restaurant's kitchen and simply vanish. Wow, Buck's night. Or something very otherworldly But then again You have just literally made your restaurant Out of a supernatural ghost tree So 
kind of suck it. Also, not a lot of room in some of these Thai kitchens. Yeah. Just, oh, Lord. Just, ghost, just like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, someone throws oh, an oh, oil. Ah. Yeah, someone throws an apron on. Yes, you work for two bar, right? <laughs> two bar. Oh Lord. Others have reported seeing pirates within the restaurant as well. Once again, it is Thailand. Some have even seen them as if they were sitting at the tables and feasting. <laughs> yeah, you know what this afterlife needs? <laughs> A cheap theme restaurant. <laughs> I am having shellfish tonight, boys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the majority of the locals continue to refuse to travel along the path at night. Again, I think that could just be all the drunk Western tourists <laughs> yeah. going, Arr, we fucking are. Grab me like a ghost. <laughs> I told everyone at work I was coming fishing. But that was never on the agenda. I'm a sex tourist. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, you don't need to say that in the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the least creepy thing you're going to see in Thailand. Yeah, oh. I know I said I wanted my spring roll spicy, but that is too spicy. Oh, Lord. But this isn't the only spot on the island where things are not quite right. On the island's northeast point, tourist bungalows. I think we can all agree when it comes to, you know, building a tourist resort, yeah. it's all about location, location, location. Yes. The tourist bungalows back onto the Chow Lee Cemetery. Okay. Again, what can possibly go wrong? <laughs> Nothing. I can't think of one thing that could go wrong from this scenario. Again, with Western tourists, the ones probably most under threat are the dead. Are the dead. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Good> backpackers. <laughs> oh, Lord. It is thought that the spirits of Coalupe Island are relatively harmless. And again, defenceless against the tourists. Relatively harmless. But. If, it's like a snake. If you see one, don't move. Yeah, it's just it's Let, relatively. It's more scared of you than you're scared of it. Yeah, it's relatively a little venomous. <laughs> um, but yeah. If you see it rear back and start to hiss, <laughs> oh, we'll meet up with you later in the restaurant. See someone with their leg elevated and a bandage around it. What happened? Fucking ghost. Fucking ghost. Like, oh my god. <laughs> well, you tried to hit it, Barry. Oh, so they're relatively harmless. But tell that to the female tourist who reported one night seeing the ghostly figure of a ghost giant spider. Okay. The size of a small dog with a full-sized human head as its head. Oh, my God. Basically, the thing. That thing in the, the thing where the head like plops off and then grows legs. Again, this is Thailand. They have some very skilled surgeons. <laughs> Who's paying for that? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Anyone who goes to Thailand to get plastic surgery could potentially end up with that. I know. It's, it's, uh, I love it. It's like, oh, they're relatively harmless. As like the ghost spider dog with a human head. I said relatively. 
Hello, Tablet. I went to the surgery and I couldn't speak any Thai, so I just pointed to the thing on the menu and this is what I got. <laughs> what I, got. I thought this was the Brazilian butt lift, but it turns out it's the, the jungle spider head. <laughs> no! <laughs> Last time I go to Dr. Moreau's plastic surgery. Do you think if you come back, like if you come back to Australia, do you think you, like you go into like the free healthcare system to get that fixed? <laughs> People come back. Have you noticed her boobs? Yeah, yeah just, just she's got eight of them now. <laughs> <laughs> that happened on holiday, didn't it? Bloody Thailand! Oh lord! So <laughs> someone's had lip fillers. <laughs> so after the giant ghostly spider dog with the human head started wandering around the courtyard. Two Buddhist monks were very quickly brought into the tourist bungalows to exercise the spirit from the area. Do they have those powers? I will admit I know very little about Thai Buddhism. Mm. I know very little about it. You know, it could be one of those things like the monks showed up and were like, what the fuck do you expect (laughs) us to do about that? They're like, they won't know. Just burn some incense and wave it around, honestly. And then they just kick Spider Dog under the couch. There's just just a white tourist just pointing around the room with a cigarette lighter. They're just like, does he want me to do that Vietnam shit? I'm not fucking doing that. Fucking burn some incense, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so they brought in the Buddhist monks and they uh, apparently barished head spider ghost dog. <laughs> I think someone just like lopped it over the fence. Like we've all got that one friend, you know, that's in the crisis. Like if there's a hurt bird, everyone's freaking out, crying. There's one who's like, I will just pick it up and put it in the box and then carries it to the vet. Yes. Buddhist monks have the best flip flops. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> just running around the room. Got it. Drags this thing the size of a football out. <laughs> oh, whilst the Kolipi spirits are approached with caution, as with any spirit, as a ghost human dog head will, yeah. Rawi Island is another matter altogether. Rawi Island is uninhabited by humans, but it is inhabited. By Australian tourists? By gremlin-like phantoms called Waitan that inhabit the islands, trees, beaches, and are feared by the locals. What's the bet you introduce one breeding pair of cats? They're all gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, hundred we'll, years, they're all just gone. We'll fix up that, that deadly spirit problem for you. Rats. <laughs> we'll put it in rats, rabbits, and cats. There we go. Delicate ecosystem Sorted And the cast of the Geordie Shore Now these are said to be the spirits of criminals Who never found redemption And seek to take revenge against the living For their own demise While most will be reluctant to travel to Rawi Island Although why would you want to Yeah You may find someone to take you to the nearby Kohingam Island during the daylight. It's the site B. Only the daylight. Right. The trip itself may only take about 20 minutes, but its effects may last a lifetime. Local myths say that the god of Taratua blessed the island with his protection by cursing the island. <laughs> if I can't have it. No one can. That is some fuckboy shit right there. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one will touch your beauty because uh, you're 
ugly. What? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, don't let the beauty of the island fool you. Smooth black and white rocks lay over her beaches. Some visitors write messages outlining their wishes and desires on the back of the rocks. Others build small Buddhist uh, stupas, hoping that their prayers will be answered. The one thing you must never do, ever, ever do, is remove anything, especially not any of the rocks, from the island. Okay. For the local legends are quite clear that anyone who takes anything, even one stone, one pebble from the island will bring upon themselves the vengeance and wrath of the god Taratua and more bad luck than one could ever possibly imagine. Just like the warnings around Uluru in Australia that also clearly say take nothing or reap the punishment. But people still take a stone or a pebble And each year, the Thailand government receives packages from people from around the world who have taken these things, seeking to return them and asking they be returned to the island to break their bad luck. Open one up. This one says, oh, sorry about that. From China's number one pangolin dealer, (laughs) Wuhan province. God damn it. Damn it. But th- that's the thing. Like you're just sending it to the Thai government. The Thai government doesn't give a fuck about your bad luck. No. It's not. It it doesn't send someone over with a little bag of rocks to be like, oh, quick, Jerry Smith out of Ohio. You know, <laughs> like they won't recycle his bins. He keeps losing his other shoe. Oh, he's bloating. He's got a bit of gas. Quick, we better get those rocks over to the island. No, it's going in the bin and your fucking bad luck is continuing, <laughs> Jerry from Ohio. There's one person standing in an Amazon candle factory just looking at this pebble going, was it lucky? Oh. <laughs> was it lucky? This was, a, this was the, this was the That's wrong a choice. Joke. That's a joke. People from Amazon don't get holidays. <laughs> you, you certainly... You certainly don't get long enough to like stand around and look at a stone. No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, look at your piss bag. I mean, look at your piss bag, maybe. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Now, you may also still be asking yourself, where did the pirates come from? That's what I want to know. Where did the bloody pirates come from? Where are all the bloody criminals who are like lamenting? Oh, my life. These pirates, they're invading the banana tree restaurant. Surely they didn't start life in the banana tree restaurant. Well, they are most likely the pirates who lost their lives in the nearby waters or on Coalupe. They have most likely come from the nearby island of Ko Taratua. Taratua is a Thai take on the Malay original name, which means old, primitive and mysterious island. It's pretty specific. <laughs> it isn't it wasn't always the holiday hideaway sought out by travelers. We all know that the French sent their prisoners to Devil's Island just off South America. Uh now that rose to international shame in the film Papillon. Papillon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Thailand had its own Devil Island. Okay. Ko Taratua. Between nineteen thirty eight and nineteen forty nine. 
up to 3,000 convicts at a time were forced to endure a woeful existence on the island. The island was drenched in malaria-giving mosquitoes and disagreeable crocodiles. <laughs> also, it was surrounded by a 30-kilometre stretch of sea filled with killer tides, currents. Did I mention the sharks? And probably some saltwater crocodiles. Lots and lots of sharks. Oh, yeah. Lots of crocodiles. Yeah. Many on the island died of either malaria or mistreatment before they even had a chance to serve out their sentence. Some of the original prison can still be seen and visited today, including the solitary confinement pit. Oh, no. That sounds fun, doesn't it? It does. Solitary confinement pit. Although, to be honest, there are people out there with kids who are like, oh, I'd kill to be put in a solitary confinement pit. Oh, even just for 10 minutes. <laughs> just tell them it's Minecraft. Oh, it'd just be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Uh, Now, with the solitary confinement pit, uh, basically you're chucked in the pit and all you can do is lie there. Like, you can't move. You can't turn. uh, You have to, basically, you're just wedged in there. Oh, fun. Because at first I was like, it doesn't actually sound like the worst torture. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, can I go for a bit of a lie down? Yeah. Sounds nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When we're talking about prison torture. But then it's like, oh, but then you had to stay there for like three days and you couldn't move. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. You, you get a bit owie, yeah, I reckon. Would, yeah. yeah. Another common punishment on the island was to force a prisoner to carry a large ship's anchor all day until the prisoner passed out from exhaustion or died. Oh, God. The rumour was the crafty prisoners actually set about hollowing out the wooden anchor on the sly to lessen their punishments. <laughs> Genius! That is brilliant. That is brilliant. <laughs> How good is that? Just hollowed it out. <laughs> However, once the guards discovered this, the wooden anchor was replaced by a much heavier concrete anchor. Oh, motherfuckers. Bastards. They were like, we just hollowed that out. Arr. But then came World War Two. Hooray! Things are only going to get better from here. I think we can all tell. Yeah. And Thailand was occupied by Japan. As the war progressed and the Japanese began to suffer supply shortages, the supplies sent to the island, already minimal, quickly became less and less and less. Yeah. The prisoners, and now even their guards, were starving. They believe this is the reason why there are no longer crocodiles on the island, because the inmates and the guards literally ate them to extinction on the island. Side note, crocodile, fucking delicious. Oh, go vegan. Eat a fucking coconut, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But they literally just ate... Crocodiles. Yeah. How, how hungry do you have to be to eat a fucking whole species? Oh. In, and they're a big animal. They're a fucking big animal. And they're, they're not particularly well fecund. They don't breed quickly. Yeah. You li- they literally ate them out of... Ex- That's the only reason you don't get the crocodiles around the islands anymore. Because these fuckers literally ate them all. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. Mind you, they probably once they discovered how delicious crocodiles are, they're like, okay, 
Crocodiles on the menu, boys. You know someone tried to fuck one. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, oh, if you could fuck a crocodile, that's some fucking that's some points. <laughs> no, no, that is that's literally that's the moment where you have to rethink your life choices. <laughs> Even you'd be like, oh, I was thinking maybe with the Thai prison, maybe I'd gone wrong. I'm thinking about fucking a crocodile. No, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get me some Jesus. All right. I'm not saying that you know you should. I'm just saying if you could. No. And it was consensual. No. Okay. Even if, stay in your species. How many times have I had to say this? Stay in your species. Never smile at a crocodile that way. <laughs> <laughs> crocodile pickup lines. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> oh, so just... do you dream of becoming a handbag? Because I'd love to see you in the sack. <laughs> Oh, no, oh, I'm not even touching this. You're giving me nightmares. Oh, my God. Oh, thank <sighs> Christ my son's wearing headphones. <laughs> As the food source of crocodiles dried up, the prisoners were sent to sea to beg for food from passing ships in the nearby straits. Okay. Can you imagine? Imagine coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would you? Oh, my God. That's some serious Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> However, this pity party did not take long to wear thin and then evaporate. Okay. You crocodile fuckers, get out of here. <laughs> but then once they've eaten all the crocodiles, all the large prey the crocodiles would eat would come back. Wait, no, because they've seen this lot trying to fuck a crocodile. <laughs> Going back to that island, you see one prisoner try to fuck a crocodile. You're not going to that crocodile. The water buffaloes are like, fuck this. Yeah. Nope, we're out. <laughs> they get back in their little buffalo boat, <laughs> pedal away. You know what? They just march out to the ocean. Fuck it, we'd rather be dead. Like the uh, worst Richard Scarry book. The what? Uh, don't worry. Okay. In 1944, the prisoners formed an uneasy alliance with their former guards. Oh, dear. They stopped begging for supplies. What do you think they started doing? Eating each other. (laughs) Again, that was the crocodiles. (laughs) Um, No. They stopped begging for supplies and started taking them. Ah. The, pi- the pirate raids quickly became more and more violent. Wanting to hide the evidence, the pirates began murdering everyone on board and burning their ships. That escalated really quickly. Real fucking quick. It went from like them in like a little like dinghy, please, sir, may I have some more? To like, you get a killin', you get a killin', you all get a killin'. Oh, Lord. This became so lucrative that they began travelling to the mainland and selling the stolen booty back to the mainland. Wow. There's a point. I don't, like, just, you've got a boat now. You've got money. (laughs) Yeah. Sail the fuck away to somewhere nice. Yeah. You know, but anyway. um, But then again, if you're just like, oh, mate, I've got it all here, crocodile fucking (laughs) piracy. No, they were crocodiles they were out of crocodiles do you remember back in the days when we had crocodiles to fuck <laughs> uh, the good just reminiscing <laughs> oh my God, maybe that's what they're all talking about in the banana tree restaurant <laughs> that's why no one's telling them to leave yeah like, 
Oh my god. The oh my god, that's why only one of those little spider things with a human head has been seen. That's the result of these prisoners fucking too many spiders. Yeah. Oh my god. So the pirates and their raids were led by three men. Yes. The new captain was an angry American. <laughs> Who had lost his entire fortune and blamed the war for his bankruptcy. I'm seeing a very gritty reboot of Hogan's Heroes. I cannot wait for this to be made. How is this not made into a movie? Oh, my God. I think we need to add this to the list of movies. You know, patent pending copyright. Yep. Um, <laughs> 360 pirates are the fucking crocodile they rode in on. Um so he blamed the war for his bankruptcy. He was aided by two British non-commissioned officers who were on the run from a murder charge and ironically had headed to Thailand to escape the charges and sit out the war. <laughs> <coughs> that went wrong. You've got to be doing well to get charged with murder in a war. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. So, <coughs> excuse me. It is suspected that the pirate prisoners sank 130 ships Fuck. and killed all of the crews in total, which would have been over a thousand men. But to this day, really good scuba diving around there. <laughs> the pirates. <laughs> Upside. <laughs> it's tourism, man. The pirates continued their raids even after the war and even managed to deflect attempts by the Thai government to bring their operation to an end. See, it's like it's in a movie. There's a time where you know you've got to walk away, yeah. but they never do. It's like, one last job, man. Yeah, stupid. One last job. One last crocodile orgy. <laughs> that was until the March of 1946. When His Majesty, the King of England... Oh, that man. ...sent 300 British Royal Naval Commandos who forcibly brought the pirate operation to a halt. Just quietly, 300 British Commandos? Uh Uh-huh. That's pretty fucking badass. I know. They were fucking lethal. (laughs) I I was reading about this in in like the... And I got to admit, there was a part of me, I'm like, that's really hot. (laughs) Christopher Lee. The late Christopher Lee was a British commando. Really? Dead set. Oh, my There's a famous story when they were filming the the third Lord of the Rings film. Yeah. uh, Where they've rewritten the script so that Saruman gets stabbed in the back by Grima Wormtongue Mm. on the top of Orthanc Tower. Mm. And he falls off. And apparently Peter Jackson was coaching him about it. He goes, now, this is the sound I want you to make when you've been stabbed in the back. And Christopher Lee looked at him, yeah. having served behind enemy lines in World War Two, and just yeah. said, I know the sound a man makes when you put a knife in his spine. <laughs> Motherfucker. Whoa. Oh, my God. You know what? That's the catchphrase that we are going to put on the movie poster <laughs> of this movie. Oh, my God. God, yeah. Just, just imagine that guy, like, you know, he, he goes on this island, kills a whole bunch of dudes, and then fucks off and makes hammer horror for the rest of his life. I'm <laughs> Lord Summerisle. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, crocodile fuck. Oh! 
Oh, my God. So, I've got to admit, I did get a little bit distracted in this research. Yeah. I, I was just picturing 300 British Royal Naval Commandos in their shiny boots. That's a fucking lot of elite soldiers. <sighs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I might swim out to an island and declare myself a pirate. Oh, no. Only the King's British Royal Naval Commandos <laughs> could stop me. Even that's when you've got crocodiles just on the beach. Hi, boys. <laughs> Finally, some real men. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah. So, it was probably, like, I'm just going to say it, the hottest ending of insurrection ever. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, oh, I'm all a fluster. <laughs> okay. So, the... Uh, they brought in the 300 British naval commandos who promptly spent Spanked the pirates. Spanked the piracy out of them. One of the pirates who was captured was the former governor of the prison. No shit. The former prison governor who had turned to a life of piracy, who in turn was sentenced to 15 years in jail, but not on the island. After the pirates were no more... And the glistening, sweaty naval commandos had washed their (laughs) salty bodies on the sands, the pure waters. (sighs) This would have made such a better film than fucking Papillon. Oh. Yeah, fly away in your cardboard fucking boat. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, good luck with that. (laughs) Meanwhile, over in Thailand, there's a dude fucking raw dog and a crocodile. (laughs) While 300 commandos storm the beach. Yeah, just like, what the fuck? Oh my god, talk about caught with your pants down. You're a naval commando. What do you do with that situation? I mean, I know they've been trained for any situation. No one's been prepared, trained for that situation. Although they're just like, we can come across a British naturalist. <laughs> so he discovered a new species, or is he trying to make one? No, you can tell he's not a scientist. I haven't seen him throw one stone at it. You can't take them from that island. <laughs> Brings bad luck, you see. Well, I used to always think that you can't take a crocodile from that angle. But there we go. <laughs> That's science. I think they call it dodgy style. <laughs> oh, my God. This is just 300 naval commandos standing around watching the man fuck a crocodile. <laughs> and thus... Dogging was born. <laughs> Originally called crocking. <laughs> That's why you see someone wearing their crocs. <laughs> Throw your tail over my shoulder and let me take you to heaven. Think of the king. <laughs> yeah, tropical paradise beach. <laughs> As oh. I whisper sweet Wordsworth into your ears. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible place to get the sand out. How's the crocodile get the sand out? As a human being, I know how hard it is when you get that sand all up in you, okay, from a romantic rendezvous on the beach. How does a crocodile get that out? It's like a little T-Rex. It can't get in there. It can't, like... Maybe it can do, like, a serious, like, queef. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, like blasting the airlock out of the Nostromo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's an evolutionary trait that Mother Nature did not expect to need. See, we've probably know. discovered the secret meaning of Elton John's Crocodile Rock. Oh, my God. As told to him by him's great-grandfather, who served on the Thai island. I'm sorry, he did what, Papa? 
Oh, Lord. Uh. So, yes, after after the crocodile fuckers and the hot Englishmen left, uh, fishermen and farmers were moved onto the island. Okay. Yes. But not all on the island had turned to a life of piracy. No. There's always an option. Right? You don't have to become a, pi- a dirty pirate crocodile fucker. Don't you moralise and judge their career opportunities just because you aren't willing to do that with your body. <laughs> One of the island's inmates, who was a grandson of King Rama VII, allegedly involved with a failed coup attempt, just between you and me, who had been imprisoned separately on the south side of the island. Can I just say the south side of the island? Very different place. Okay. So whilst other people were murdering thousands of people and molesting crocodiles... The grandson of King Rama VII had instead of the pirate raids had filled his time with creating a new variety a new variety of cucumber. <laughs> what can I say? He didn't choose the salad vegetable life. The salad vegetable life chose him. There you go. Mm. And he brought his new variety of cucumber Back to Thailand. I'm sure once the British commandos were done dealing with the stuff on the north, he just swans in like Robinson Crusoe. Anyone want to try an experimental sandwich? <laughs> not, not like these sandwiches these pirate folks have been having. This is 100% vegan. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God. Oh my God. Meanwhile, one of those crocodile fuckers is looking at the cucumbers just going, I'm going to need that in prison oh. to remind me of old Chompy. Oh, oh so, so wrong. Um, so in total, there are 52 islands in this area. And like I said, not all of them are inhabited. Uh, all I can recommend is don't go swanging around in the dark. And if your boat starts to take on water, you stick whatever you have to stick in it to keep it afloat and get back to your hotel because nobody wants to get stranded on one of these islands. Especially if you're like going to turn up to a Bucks night dressed one night as a crocodile. <laughs> Those ghosts just look at you funny. Oh, my God. All I can think. Okay. Now I want you to go back yeah. and I want you to watch the Disney Peter Pan movie. Oh. And you watch that interaction between Captain Hook and the, and the crocodile. <laughs> you will not see that in the same way. No. <laughs> it is a love story. It is. <laughs> by a jilted lover and the dirty beast who broke his heart. <laughs> Uh, now that we've ruined another child's movie. Oh, brilliant. I know. So, yeah. So, when you go to Thailand, um, maybe don't fuck things. Maybe try the cucumbers. <laughs> the new tourism slogan. <laughs> Stop trying to fuck things. Have a cucumber. I like it. Yeah. I think you can catch on. Should we? Would you like to phone the, uh, the Thai... Government building or shall I? Just see them opening their mail every day. Bag of rocks. Bag of rocks. 
bag of rocks. Oh, a suggestion for a new tourism slogan. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck crocodiles. Have a cucumber. Okay. Oh my god. You know what? I there is a, there's another T-shirt that I think we can adequately. I I think we can add to the list. You know. Don't fuck crocodiles. Try a cucumber. <laughs> See, I'm just saying, you don't have to turn to a life of violence. There's always options. You don't have to eat and fuck things on your island. You could just grow a cucumber. Yeah. You know, this is what vegans have been saying for years. That would have been me just standing there, us like vegans on the south side of the island, fucking carnivores. (laughs) What is wrong with them? Like, nobody grows a new type of cucumber and then fucks a crocodile. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Unless it tries to eat their cucumbers. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, it's another exciting trip to Thailand. What do you think? Oh, apparently, the um, if you are going to sort of enjoy some of the more supernatural elements, such as, you know, the pirates in the restaurant or being lifted gently off your bicycle, yeah. um, apparently the peak season um according to the internet is between december to february okay. is when there's there tends to be more incidents and sightings if however you want to go to thailand and not be menaced by a ghost spider dog with a human head maybe go from february to december there you go there must be retail workers because that's when they're free oh ah, yeah. there you go yeah makes sense <laughs> Makes more sense than this non-alcoholic beer and terrible pizza I've been <laughs> dealing with. Oh my god! I can't believe you just heard about people who were like so hungry <laughs> that they had to like eat a whole like species of animal into extinction. Yeah, and you're like, oh, my beer's a bit shit. At least you got a beer, mate. Well, that's true. They could have got into brewing, but instead they fucking went full fuck wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oi, look at this guy. <laughs> it's like it's what it doesn't matter what scenario it is, it's whether every movie, any circumstance, any real story, everything's going along. You're like, you know what? If they just keep their heads together, yeah. okay, and just you they can put some rational solutions and everyone can get out of this alive. Some guy always just starts screaming, like, let's just get fucking and then it all just goes downhill from then. You'll never watch Steve Irwin again the same way. <laughs> Look at this bastard. (laughs) (laughs) The thing to do is jump on her back and hold her snout. No! That way she can't roll over and bite you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, you've ruined Steve Irwin for me now. Ruined. Fair enough. Yeah. The dog is growling in the hallway (laughs) at nothing. He's either got dementia or we're being haunted by pirates right now. There could be like a spider ghost dog thing looking at him. He's a nine-year-old dog. He's got dementia. Oh, you've got dementia. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of Thailand. If you go to Thailand, please be respectful. Uh, please try the native vegetables. And uh, just remember, crocodiles don't, but mothmen do eat the carpet. Only because crocodiles don't have a prehensile jaw. <laughs> they just snap, snap, snap. It's... I've dated that man. <laughs> Lies. Uh, look at the cucumber. 